This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Listen to Wrestling Up on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Gradient live on Skype. We got Josh. Hey. Uh, this week we've got the Royal Rumble results, all five matches of it. Uh, we also got a little bit of preview for NXT Vengeance Day if there is time. But uh, let's just crack straight into the Royal Rumble results. I'm gonna leave the Rumbles. And I'm going to start off with this Mountain Dew pitch black match. It was Bray Wyatt. It was LA Knight. Five minutes, bell to bell. But some stuff happened. It was basically what we expected, to be honest. Um, it was a short match. Um, there was a lot of... We weren't expecting a lot of glow sticks and stuff, but go figure. Um, you do have to see somewhat... Um, for safety purposes and stuff. Um it was fine. It was it was a product placement match. That's mm-hmm. what it what you basically what you could say about it. Yeah, that was pretty much the whole concept, right? It was just the Mountain Dew logo slapped in the middle of the ring for the entirety of it. Um the the five minutes uh timing of the match like makes me think or not uh not literally but makes you go like oh yeah but that was uh how much they paid for you know five minutes of advertising time <laughs> um but uh i think the most important part of the match was the ending uh where we seemingly got a uncle howdy jumping off uh, a tall structure onto la night and uh the firefly funhouse characters running around yeah, seemingly uh, sending L.A. Knight to hell. Um, there was a fair yeah. bit of fire. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, honestly, I'm beyond it. Bray Wyatt's a great pro competitor, but he they always convolute his stories and everything with all this supernatural stuff. It just gets to the point where it's like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. He's a great, as I said, he's a great competitor, great character, but at the end of the day, they are, they just overdo stuff, and it really kills his character, in my opinion. Yeah, I do wonder how much of that is down to, uh, like, Bray Wyatt's imagination, Um because, you know, we we know he went off and he tried to do, uh, I think it was, like, writing a horror film or helping out on something like that, and he... <sighs> He seems like that's, like, what he's really good at, you know, is writing that. It doesn't always transform very well to a to a weekly wrestling show. Um, it's always, you know, entertaining story, but this might not be the medium to tell it in. Yeah. The best Bray Wyatt was the he's got the whole world in his hands, Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. There was some elements of supernatural stuff, but it was mostly kept in the background as part of his charisma for the most part. Yeah. But it was just his overall 
personality was more shown than just, oh, look, I have magic powers. And that's yeah. basically what he's become. Um, he's become what the Undertaker would have been had he never evolved. Mm. Um, that was one thing that always stood apart from for the Undertaker was he evolved with his, his character always evolved. It always changed. And it just seems like it's just another reiteration of the fiend in this whole thing. But if there's like multiple fiends this time <laughs> instead of just one. Yeah. I still don't know what we're getting. I'm still, you know, personally, I'm still interested in seeing what we're getting and how we're getting there and everything. Um, I don't think this match changed, I guess my opinion one way or the other. Uh, about any of this sort of stuff. I think it's just some stuff takes so long with Bray Wyatt as well. And, you know, we'll sit here and we'll harp long-term storytelling and all of that. But, you know, he returned, what, like three months ago. Uh, and now we're getting a match out of him. And, you know, you could have returned with this match. I, I feel like everything that's happened between then and now has been, you know, unsubstantial. Um you know, we got to see the Firefly Funhouse characters again, which we saw when he returned. Yeah, I don't know. There's just there's a whole lot of nothing when you're when you're Bray Wyatt on a week to week content basis, and they can't seem to strike a balance. You know, you have a balance where he's wrestling too much, and then the character just gets diluted and it's boring, and then you have him where he's not wrestling enough, and all of a sudden he's not visible, um, and his stories take forever and there's a balance somewhere in the middle. They just seem to lately not be able to strike it at all. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, I think we've used too much time on this match. <laughs> I think we've used almost as much time as the actual match. <laughs> it is possible. Bianca Belia, Alexa bliss, kind of the same story, uh, <laughs> but raw women's championship, only seven and a half minutes. It was fine. Um, Again, I think it was plagued by similar issues we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Alexa Bliss is a fantastic competitor, pretty really great, in but she's striking out with this fiend-centric character. Because honestly, she was at her best as the goddess. When she was a villain, uh, a snooty character, that was when she was at her best. Mm -hmm. She has not wretched that since. Especially with joining forces with Bray. Yeah. Um, but it looks like they're about to put them back together because they had a segment after the match basically saying, are you happy with where you are right now? Huh. Yeah, oh, well. They're planting the seeds. It is what it is. Uh, I've got nothing to add to that one because uh, I agree. We've got a lot to get through. Um, where do you want to go with this? You want to go women's rumble, men's rumble, or main event? Three pretty big pieces to talk about. Let's go women's. That way you can get your I told you so out. <laughs> and because the men's flows so firmly into the final match anyway. Fair enough. Well, women's Royal Rumble match. 30 women enter. 29 of them go over the top of rope. Competitors numbers 1 through 30. Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke, Emma, Shayna Baszler, Bailey, B-Fab, Roxanne Perez from NXT, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, Natalia, Candice LeRae, Zoe Stark from NXT. Zaya Lee, Becky Lynch, Tegan Knox, Oscar, Piper Niven, not do drop, uh, Tamina, Chelsea Green, uh, coming on in, Zelina Vega, Raquel Rodriguez, Mia Yim, Lacey Evans, Michelle McCool from the audience, 
Indy Hartwell from NXT, Sonya Deville, Shotzi, Nikki Cross, and Nia Jax returning in that number 30 slot, but ultimately, standing tall, Rhea Ripley after one hour, one minute, and eight seconds, heading to WrestleMania. This was a great Rumble match for the women. Fantastic. You had a few surprises, a few NXT people, a couple returns, a couple debuts. What more can you say? <laughs> it was it was an absolute fun match. Um, I will say uh, she was the second eliminated person, but it took three people to eliminate Dana Brooke. <laughs> I mean, re- really, and honestly, it should have only taken one, but... Yeah. Um, but the, the, but the fact that it took the entirety of uh, damage control to get rid of her, and she lasted eleven minutes, which is far cry to compared to um, Baron Corbin in the other match, <laughs> or Chelsea Green um, in this one, or Chelsea Green, yeah, which I thought was funny, but because they hyped up this return, this return for Chelsea, in and out like Santino Mandrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope they build on that and make make use of it in some way. Um, I don't, I don't know. I want to learn more about her because I don't really know anything about her. I didn't mm-hmm. follow her to Impact, and I barely watched her in NXT, and she was injured most of the time. Um, so I want to, I want to know more about the character they've given her now. Mm-hmm. But it, it, and so let's see where that goes. Obviously, yes. I did. I, I am into it. You did predict Rhea Ripley winning. I and thought going after Charlotte. Yeah, that's true. Although, yeah, that's something else. I guess we have to talk about. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's fine, but I think there's a bigger problem with it. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that Judgment Day? Yeah, because Rhea Ripley is basically the backbone of that group. And you're basically ripping that backbone out and sending it to SmackDown. That's the real painful part of it, right? Now you've yeah. kind of got to decide, does the entire faction head over to SmackDown? Yeah. And that's really the only thing that I can see um, potential there. You do have a little bit with um, Rey Mysterio running away to SmackDown to avoid his son. So it would be pretty cool for this to be the way that he gets dragged on over to SmackDown. And, you know, we get our, our Ray dominic match and stuff like that. Yeah, which is why, I mean, when they finally did announce it, I'm like, okay, this is an element to bring Dom over to SmackDown as a re excuse mm-hmm. so he can egg his father on further and further until the point where he snaps and says, fine, I'll face you at WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, I think I agree with you on that. That's the point. point. But at the same time, it's also... If it becomes a permanent thing, because if she wins the title, then she's going to be on SmackDown permanently as a result. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to do an eventual unification title match. I, yeah. I think I would much rather have had her in the phenomenal reign of Bianca Belair than ending title reign number 14 for Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does bring but, up the question of what is going to happen for Belair as well. You know, Belia Ripley would have been a a banger. It would have had so much callback and storyline implication. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think we also need to throw some love out to Liv Morgan mm-hmm. as well. Also, an hour, one minute, and eight seconds. Ta- according to the WWE, she lasted one second less than 
I don't know how that works. I'm going to be honest. Simply because of the elimination. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. But that's so that Rhea is the record holder. Mm. Uh, But yeah, these two were no one and two. And they went the distance. Something that's only happened a couple of times, I think. At WrestleMania, uh, let's see, Royal Rumble 95 and I think 99. But that one's a special case scenario because that was Austin McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's um, this was rare that territory. Said, and people from yeah, and, positions one and two, uh, three out of four of them became final two members this, this year. Yeah, I think. And honestly, I think that was more of a glowing uh, endorsement of Liv and her work last year mm-hmm. and then anything else because they could have had anybody in that role. They could have had ba- Bailey in that role and it would have made sense. Bailey would have been protected for most of the match, making it le- thoughtful that she would eventually be in the uh, final two, but they made Liv with Rhea because of their previous connections. The Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. I I love so I do love that as the final two, Rhea being I think the first number one entrant to win as a women's on the women's side. I believe so. Um, so yeah, it's it was just phenomenal. So many storylines got built from this. Um, I just want to. Um, and another moment was. The references to the fact that Piper Niven was no longer Dewdrop. <laughs> they went on for like two minutes of just of, of do and drop jokes. Like, um, but yeah, we finally got our girl's name back. Took a little while. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a phenomenal re- rumble. Yeah, I think to me the um. I don't know the the like headline or the summary up of this match is just you know we didn't need a massive amount of influx from NXT or of legends we used the roster we had well you know we were seeing uh, standout performances from like as you say Liv Morgan Dana Brooke getting a big spot Emma's in there for ten minutes um, Piper Niven getting like a half an hour showing. Um, really showing what she can do. Zelina Vega even uh, getting some big spots. Uh, Sonia Deville going, Shotzi going. Um, it just felt like, you know, barring a few people here or there, so many people got good showings and so many people uh, got to got to stand out who, you know, might be in the lower down on the card when it comes to the, the women's on Raw and SmackDown. Um, and I really liked that, that we used... I guess, uh, that more C or D tier talent on the rosters than just filling it up with a bunch of legend names. Just shows you what we actually have. Yeah, the only legend name was Michelle McCool. Yeah. And that was a a neat little moment, too, with her just being in the crowd and then her music playing. (laughs) Yeah, they really Um, uh, faked everyone out. Yeah. She said for weeks she wasn't going to be in it, then they show her in the crowd, and you're like, all right, she ain't going to be in it, and she comes out in her boots and uh, joins the match. Yeah. Eh, we do need to move on, though. We do. Let's go entrance theme. 
before we get to this. I know it gives away the rest of the match, but what are you doing listening to this show if you don't know who won the Rumble? All right? Uh, we're going to go into the entrance theme this week, and it is none other than Cody Rhodes. And yes, you will probably be hearing this a few times in the coming months, but it is Cody Rhodes today. Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. We got about 11 minutes to go. Let's go Men's Rumble because we can always talk about some Bloodline next week. It can bleed over. Sorry, NXT Vengeance Day, but you're probably not going to get talked about this week. Uh, we got the Men's Royal Rumble again. 30 men from numbers one through 30. We got Gunther, Sheamus, Miz, Kofi Kingston, Johnny Gargano, Xavier Woods, Karrion Cross, Chad Gable, Drew McIntyre, Santos Escobar, Angelo Dawkins, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Seth Rollins, Otis, eh, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Elias, Finn Balor, Booker T uh, as a legend, Spot, Damian Priest, Montez Ford, Edge, uh, returning Edge, Austin Theory, Omos, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, a Logan Paul appearance, and number 30, our eventual winner, Cody Rhodes. Everything that we said about the previous match, this one was just as good. Mm, it was a fan- fantastic Rumble match. Uh, it had just about everything you can hope for, unless you're some poor sap that that lives for a surprise entrance. Um, it had phenomenal spots. It had... Um, it had basically, it had everything you need to build matches for Mania, which is the whole point of the Rumble, is to give us ideas of who's going to be facing who. I mean, it was, and ultimately, predictable is not always bad. And it was predictable for Cody to win. But I'll that be honest, I wanted Gunther to win in those final yeah. segments. Yeah. Um, the fact that he went like 10 minutes after um after eliminating uh Paul and being the last two is like reminded me so much of the 2007 rumble mm-hmm. where it was Taker HBK for like 5 plus minutes at at the end of the match yeah before before Taker finally eliminated HBK i but yeah and Gunther is 
to the moon <laughs> from this match. He, they showed his their faith in him, his abilities to put to wrestle this match for one hour, eleven minutes, and forty seconds. A new thirty man r- rumble record, four minutes short of the actual record. <laughs> um, I, I can't say enough good things about Gunther. And I honestly think a lot of people poo-pooed on him for his body transformation. I really think that body transformation not only made him a bigger star for WWE's audience, because you have to remember, that's the audience you're trying to track, not the casuals that followed him from NXT UK. And it also, I think, also allowed him to do this. I, I do think that it added some stamina to him, and it was allowed him to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, for me, the big thing about this one and Gunther is that it just, you know, continues to hammer into my head. I want to see some combination of Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre just go at it for the rest of time. That's fine. But I also think there was stuff, there was a, I think, a big tease that I think would be perfectly fine in a, like a SummerSlam or something down the road from, from Gunther here. Is a it match versus with Brock everybody Lesnar. else in this match? <laughs> it was Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That that stare down, I, you could hear the rumbling in the crowd for the ten seconds it happened. <laughs> but you could see the energy. There, there's money to be made between in a match between Gunther and Brock Lesnar. So I, I would love to see it be in a, like a, a SummerSlam, or maybe fast forward a year from now and be a WrestleMania match main event. And when I say main event, I don't mean for the title. I just mean Please. one of the matches they consider a main event type match. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would love to see that match. I I don't think it'll be anytime soon because Brock obviously has his path with Bobby Lashley who eliminated him. And then, um, but yeah, uh, Gunther made out like a, bat, a bandit on this match. He is golden. I do. Th- I think more now than I did before. And I, I would thought highly of him. I think in the next year and a half to two years, Gunther will be WWE champion. I can agree on that for sure. I think, you know, if you didn't believe the hype around Gunther or you didn't think the guy had it uh, before he came into this match, uh, seeing him do that for over an hour, you got to believe now. Everyone's a believer. Also, I want to say something. Let's take a look at the last Five people. I want to throw in the fifth just because it's part of the future too. But the last five people in the match are winner Cody, which obviously is has a huge following and is the present. Gunther, who we believe is a massive star waiting to be made mm-hmm. and probable and a potential for a world champion. We can't guarantee it. Seth Rollins, who's a multi-time world champion already and basically the the number two star in the company. Arguments can be made between him and Drew McIntyre. Um, and then you had Logan Paul. Say what you want about the pers- person. That That's fine. Logan's my per- my brought, opinion on him I'm, as a person has gone down recently. <laughs> he's had a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. But he he's brought it every time that he's brought it in, been brought in. I, and honestly, I wasn't expecting it because of the injury at um, CJ that happened. Maybe it wasn't as bad as people thought it was. I don't know. But that will, but, and then the midair collision. That 
moment is going to be one that they're going to play back for months and months and months and months afterwards of di- of watching Ricochet and Logan Paul just collide midair at the rubble. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then there, and then the fifth was Austin Theory, who is just developing into a phenomenal star himself. No, I- that is until he gets absolutely obliterated at Elimination Chamber coming up. As he gets another shot to prove himself. So, I think I think this was one of the best rumbles, if not the best rumble we've ever had. That's high praise. Yeah. And it didn't rely on nostalgia. It didn't rely on surprises. Because really, to me, the only surprise was Logan Paul. <laughs> um, and it didn't need it. It didn't need anybody other than the talent on the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, again, this one just shows you, like, the depth. As you said, um, first off, I don't think we're going to get to the Bloodline stuff, so we will probably talk more about that next week. I don't want to rush it, so I would much rather give it the time next week than rush it into the end of this one. Um, when we look at this roster, we were just seeing so many potential feuds, so many different things that we're building out of. Um, you know, if I'm looking top to bottom, unfortunately, Kofi Kingston's spot didn't work out. Um, so we didn't get to see something massive from him. As I said, that Drew Seamus Gunther triangle, something's coming along there. Both of the Street Profits um, getting a showing. Montez Ford not getting much of one, but uh, maybe getting one in the uh, upcoming months. Lashley Lesnar, uh, Corbin just getting obliterated. Uh, Rollins, Logan Paul, probably going to be something we see. Ray and Dominic still seem to be fighting. Finn Balor and Edge are not dumb. Austin Theory just has everybody hating on him. Uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet still a great tag team option. And then, yeah, Cody Rhodes heading towards the main event. There's a whole lot of things floating around in that match. It didn't feel like anybody was massively like a wasted spot. Um, obviously, Rey Mysterio not being able to come out, but... Everybody seemed to play a part in this rumble. I think the only argument for a wasted spot is Booker T. Yeah. Come um, out for the hometown and, pop and then yeah, yeah, pretty much just yeet. Yeah, which is fine. Um it, it is what what it was the one thing it, that was fine. It was but I think we also need to talk about Dominic real fast. Dominic had a showing. Uh twenty five minutes. Um I mean he eliminated one person, um, which was a, t- a duo with J- uh, Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. who got a self 30 minutes of, of yeah. showing time. Um, I think from top to bottom, this was was arguably an insane rumble that I think could stand up with just about anyone. And realistically, people might pick it over it. Mm. I think the only one that I could think of that might be picked more, and it'll be for nostalgia reasons, will be the 92 one for the world title. Yeah. Well, as I said, uh, we're going to have to talk a lot more about our Bloodline main events going forward in the next week's show, because for this week, we're all out of time. It's been great talking to you. Hi, B. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D upper, our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling RND up. 
And uh, we'll see you next week with all of that bloodline, Sami Zayn, Usos, juicy drama. That is going to be the highlight of next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.